Okay, Baruch Hashem, I believe we started the Zman, the El Bechitov, um, in response to I God, a few responses I got. Uh, it was meaningful to people. They understood it. They see it. It's hard to argue with. And again, whatever the Kabbalot that people um, picked up on, the idea was the idea to carry, was that, carry through, that through uh, till Rosh Hashanah. Okay, and for those newer to the whole concept of a Kabbalah, of a weekly thing, the idea is yeah, to be that, not necessarily something you're doing for your whole life, um, could be, but it's something that you're doing with a purpose to get acquainted to, to have shaykhut to something, connection to something. And for us, for all things, and the idea was something positive, something negative, to connect more, their bonus on more, uh, it shouldn't be a dveikus in lumdus. It shouldn't be a mechanical dveikut that we accomplish through a mida, through this, but it should be a dveikut in, in consciousness, some action, uh, some things to refrain from to distract us from our closeness to the Rona Shalom, and some positive aspect we need to do to bring us more, to do something with a consciousness, do something which is going to bring us consciousness. Uh, that's who we're talking about. And I think the Siyatish that was a great place to start. I know the two people listed things like, you know, media news, tuning out of that a little bit. That's exactly what we're referring to. I also did something like that. News, uh, you know, Thursdays, to have Thursdays, you know, kind of whatever lists, but not just have it, whatever lists, Stam, the shame being less, but seeing that my separation from something is in order to f- focus me more, right? A person could not like the news. There are secular people who don't like the news. I read about one of them. He doesn't deal with the news, but we're trying to say not because of that, not because of a waste of time, not because of anything, because I don't want to be distracted. Uh, I don't want to be close session. Okay, so what next? So I want to talk now about something that I often speak about as being the first avoda of El. And really my thinking got notched up this year um, to seeing that it's the second avoda of El, okay? Arguably, obviously someone else could start at a different point. But in my mind, what we started with last week was what we had to start with. We're going to carry that through to Rosh Hashanah. And we're going to talk about this week is something that comes afterwards. And I'll explain exactly why it's something that's afterwards. And some of you might have heard part of this. Um, I actually shared a lot of it in the Yeshiva Shmuz. Anybody who heard the Yeshiva Shmuz, um, I purposely didn't send it out to my per- my my um, personal list yet. I built up over years in Asia Torah, et cetera, because I wanted to focus on it now. If you heard part of this in the Shmuz, I believe that Chazar is important on such ideas, but a lot of it will be there, but it wasn't, it's not Stam that I'm just recycling uh, the same thing. It's something that I felt needed to be said in the Shmuz, and I think now it needs to be said in the Bad. Okay? So, the very first Parsha of Elazo's Parsha Shoftim, and that obviously means to us from a Torah perspective that there are going to be lessons in that Parsha which are super essential for us to take into Elo. There are those, by the way, that make a whole avoda out of each parsha. The first avoda is Shoftim, then it's Kitetze. On the Yetzirah, it's something you'll hear often spoken about this Shabbos, probably. Don't know if we're going to, what we're going to do next week. I'm not sure exactly. But I often speak about this Pasuk. Now, not to go too deeply into the Pshat, and I have a lot more to say, but I want to focus on two or three different aspects of the lesson, I believe, in this Pasuk. Okay, so it says, Shovdim, Shovdim, Titen Lechol, Bechol Sharecha. You shall put Shovdim, which are judges, and Shotrim, which are, which are, of course, um, policemen. 
V'chol sharecha, titin l'cha, you should place to you in the singular, v'chol sharecha in all of your gates, v'shavtu esa'am mishpat tzedek, and they will judge the nation mishpat tzedek. Okay, we're not going to deal with all of it, but I want to share um, a bunch of horrors in this Pasuk. As much as it's a national Pasuk, why is it in the singular language? Shoftim, shoftim, titin l'cha, right? Why shoftim is a national mitzvah. Every city has to have its shoftim, right? It's my mitzvah to make sure that the Rabbanut Bidats or or the the Rabbanut Harashit of the state is working well. I mean, probably none of us ever thought about that, right? You have to make sure that the there's a judgment in Milwaukee or Toronto or New York, wherever our holy listeners are. You know, go check that the basin has enough toilet paper. What, what, what are we talking about? Enough hand towels? Shov the Vishotrim Titan Lacho. What 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 is the there's a mitzvah on Klaisro has to make sure the Shoftim Vishotrim. What is it to me or you? B'chol sharecha, in all of its gates, what is the idea of shoftim to gates specifically? Shoftim sit in one place. V'shoftu esa'am mishpat tzedek. And I encourage you, if you're having a difficulty tying into all these ideas, open up the Pasuk and you'll see it. It could have just said the Torah is very, very terse in its language. Real estate in the Torah is, is uh, more expensive than Paris or Tel Aviv, right? And more worthwhile. So why does it say Vishavtu S Amishbat Sedik? Could have just said Vishavtu Bit Sedik. Okay, good. So the um, on a Musr level, not necessarily a Pashtu level, but on a Musr level, the idea we're going to take out of the Pasik is this. And the Mafteach is two things: it's the Shla Kaddish and the word Lecha. Okay. Lecha means besides the national mitzvah, there's a personal mitzvah that we have to do to may, be judges for ourselves. You must be your own judge. Now, where do you have to be your own judge? In all aspects of your life, in your ears, your eyes. This is what the Shlot says. I, know, I don't remember if the Shlot goes into the Lotha, but he definitely talks about the and makes it personal. Okay, So really, everything we're, everything we're doing is based on the great uh, historic saver Shlot Kaddish, Shlot by Rabbi Shaya Horowitz, I think, I believe his name was, not important, 500 years ago. Sefer Yisod in Musser, in Kabbalah, and in Halacha. Um, an amazing book. Well, someone has time to learn it. Yeah. And Kolbo, everything's there. So he says this idea, B'chol Sharecha. Oh, a person has to be a judge on all of your different parts of you. Okay? Cheshben um, Nefesh. Cheshben Nefesh. You have to judge yourself. You have to be a shoter there also. We're not going to do the shoter. A person has to do Cheshben Nefesh, an evaluation. The examined life, the evaluated life. So many of us spend so little time evaluating ourselves, evaluating our life, looking at our lives, thinking about where we are. I'm talking about good people. I'm talking about Ovdim. Let me buy people who are Stam Kasus Kaparin, just running around, Marutas as well, looking for the next, the next pleasure, right? The more sophisticated pleasure, less sophisticated pleasures. Many people are just driven out to the next restaurant, the next sporting event, the next series, right? The next Apple series, the next Netflix series. That's just running around like a Kasus Kaparin. But even amongst Londim and even amongst those who are, their lives are more focused, we very often don't evaluate what we're doing. And it's a, a terrible thing. Anybody who needs a general chizuk, this topic should read them Silas Charm and Zahiris. It talks about it, how it's uh, not so involving and has cr- tremendous payroll. Anybody who knows, who evaluates and considers a new way to do things and comes to a change and his thinking and actions have changed, realize how valuable it was. 
I remember I wasn't planning on saying this, but we had a certain issue with how we were hiring people in our fine institution here. And there were those that were more of the problem. We brought in consultant and we changed our position. Thank God we did a Lachesh Benanevish and now we're much better. It cost a pretty penny, but the pretty penny was more than worthwhile because we evaluated, we saw an issue and we came to a Tikkun. And now Chappelle's will be forever be different because of that. That's on a, that's on a, organization level but on a, on a personal level also you're making mistakes you think your wife likes when you make fun of her evaluate do guess what she doesn't you think your husband likes it when you you know joke about the fact he's not bringing a, enough money guess what he doesn't like it right but you never stopped and thought about it and evaluated and realized this is just the, oh, not a way to speak and it's very important i wasn't planning on speaking about all this but stop yourself sometimes and think about times that you've evaluated and took a step back and changed. And then you realize how important this is because every change in a vote Hashem is so important, right? I remember things even I did when I was a kid. There was a certain rabbinical figure, so to speak, that I was close with that did some very, very silly things. And I, being in seventh grade or eighth grade, ninth grade, I remember when I saw him do silly things and I did the same silly things. And then at a certain point, someone told me, don't do those silly things. And I stopped doing those silly things. And I don't do that. I wouldn't do them now anyway, 53. But I did a cheshpin with the help of a chaver. And I stopped. You know, And the same thing, the, the same thing on the other side, on good things. One of the Nashim Gedolim says he would have gotten a lot further in his life, in his learning, if he would have evaluated. So many people just jump into learning without evaluating. What's the right way to learn? What's the wrong way to learn? What's the right way in this part of my life? What's the right way in this part of my life? Do I have to learn more Gemara? Do I have to learn more Tanakh? Do I have to learn more Musr, right? Uh, and more Chomish, more Halacha, right? Do I, can I, can I not? And you keep evaluating. And at a certain point in your life, this right? when should I learn? And we have people come to speak in the yeshiva, uh, Balabatim, talk about their experiences in navigating, learning, working. I've heard so many quiet times, the Cheshbon that they go through, it's beautiful. Through a whole life of Cheshbon is about when it's better to learn. I found I used to learn at night, and it was better in the morning, early morning, then it changed, and People are evaluating, going through, and that's how you're successful. Everybody knows that, right? Businesses evaluate. <laughs> Business spend a lot of time in evaluating. People ask for feedback forms to evaluate. Okay, so obviously everybody knows that. So here at the beginning of Elul, early in Elul, the Torah is telling Shoftim, not just the national mitzvah, for sure the national mitzvah, but the personal mitzvah. Shoftim titen l'cha. And where do you do b'chol sharecha? Now, I just want to talk about this idea of b'chol sharecha for a second because I think they're essential lessons, more than just telling us, uh, more than just telling us, do chashmet and epesh, the Torah is telling us how to do chashmet and epesh. And by saying, b'chol sharech, in all of your areas, telling you a very important thing. I once read an a, uh, interesting book called Moonwalking with Einstein, no less, Moonwalking with Einstein. Okay, we don't have time to explain the title. You can read the book. Uh, uh, and, and see why it's called the moonwalking with Einstein. But anyway, I believe the writer was Jewish. I was told I forgot his name. You can check it in a second, of course, today, in our wonderful world of modern technology. And this journalist was looking for something to do, something to write about, something new, a new angle. Right. So this guy found an angle that didn't just take him through an article and just didn't, didn't take him through a series, it took him through a book. And what happened? At a certain point, at a random, I don't remember exactly, he randomly came upon this idea that how do people memorize things, right? How do people memorize cards? Now, it's incredible. These guys memorize Narishkeit. When I say Narishkeit, it's Narishkeit. Foolishness. How many cards? They memorize the order of cards. 
Mamish, uh, uh, telephone books, it's amazing how, how not serious the field of memorization is, especially since memorization is a very important field, which the world forgot about. People used to memorize a lot of things, you know, Torah, uh, great speeches, etc. But these guys don't use their call for memorization to memorize speeches. Churchill, they use it to memorize cards. Okay, he's a journalist. Call it Kavod. He's gonna, now, he set out for himself a goal. In one year, he is going to become the, listen to this, the memorization king of the United States. And believe it or not, in one year, he did it. Until he moved on to Europe and he got trounced by the Europeans. At least at that point, Europeans were better at memorization of Narishkeit than Americans were. Okay, good. Why do I share this with you? He has a powerful chapter there called the OK Plateau, where at a certain point in his rise, he found tremendous, he's obviously a bright fellow, he found tremendous rise in his using these techniques to memorize, okay? But at a certain point, he hit like a plateau where he wasn't growing so much. And he was trying to think like, what happened? What slowed me down? And then, as people are wont to do, he blamed his father. They didn't really blame his father, but he turned to his father's bad example of something. What was his father's bad example? His father played golf. Okay. I don't have to see where there. I show him plays golf. I tried to describe this to my brother-in-law. You know, it was very Israeli. I don't think, I don't think, you know, he never went even miniature golfing, you know, so he certainly never saw a driver or anything like that. So I try to explain this, all these different parts of driving. You have like 20 different clubs. I think they're called clubs, right? You have to drive, you have to get out of sand traps, you have to slice, you have to mid-range, you know, you're going sometimes uh, half a kilometer easily. You know, uh, and you have to know how to get from here to a hole half a kilometer away. I just want. So anyway, his father played golf. Listen, well, not miniature golf, golf. Okay, and he wasn't improving. And his father didn't understand why he wasn't improving because every Sunday he practiced assiduously and religiously and responsibly. He would go to his basement and he would putt and practice putting and practice putting and practice putting and practice putting for years. He's going on years and years and years. The vanar. And he didn't understand why he wasn't getting better. And his son was midbone and reflected. He says, you know why? Because the only part of his game he was working on was putting. He liked putting, right? Putting is fun. That's why people go miniature golfing, right? And 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 he was uh, this miniature golfing close to Lakewood. I know I went there last summer. Yeah, I think Eula maybe. And, and uh, or maybe Eula to the other five towns. I forgot. But okay, so, so, so. This is what he's doing. And he said, my father's problem was, and it's such a lesson to us, so keep listening, that he's going, working on the part of the game that he likes and that he, ha that he has shaykhut to and that, he, that he's good at already, and he's not improving the other parts of his game, so he still doesn't know how to get out of the sand trap. So he's never going to get any better. And that's mamish in our sugi of success, which is shlemus, we have to work on the parts of ourselves, which we're not as good at. Now, we all have good midos, and we all feel shy to start good midos. And listen, well, we're not putting that down. A person has to work with his good midos. Rabbi Rucham famously said, oi to the person who doesn't know his bad midos, because he doesn't know what he needs to work on. But oi va voi to the person who doesn't know his good midos, because he doesn't know the kalim with which to fix himself. So, of course, you have to develop and like your good midos and work with them and keep building on them. But if you find yourself always working with what you're good at, I'm so good, I'm, I'm so good at Ian. Okay, good. But you're not good at Bacchus. I don't remember anything. Are you satisfied with that position? 
or I'm great at remembering things. I just can't go any deeper. Well, learn how to go deeper in Torah if that's possible. I'm so good at chesed. Be, I, I, I just naturally get to people, you know, davening, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm Rosh Hashanah, right? Well, I love davening, but people, I don't have such, I don't have such really, by me, this, mm, we all naturally move towards areas which we're close with. Again, I'm not totally putting that down because you need those areas. But the problem is in our search for shlemus, which every Jew should be searching for, that's not the whole picture. You want to develop other parts of your personality. You want to be a bigger person. You want to be a person who, who isn't a, 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 a one-trick pony. <laughs> you want to be someone who has more. So that, I believe, is the message of B'chol Sharecha, right? But with a different twist. Show them. You have to now do that evaluation. It's El now, and it's time to evaluate. How am I doing B'chol Sharecha? Not just in the areas I'm close. Oh, let me think about, right? How am I? Do- I love learning, right? So how am I doing my learning? Oh, I'm doing so well. Okay, good. Excellent. You did good in learning this year? Great. What about your Ben Elchavero? How's your wife? How's your marriage? How's your mental health? How's your simcha? Do people like being around you? Do you do more for the community? How's your communal work? Or that's not part of your picture. How's your davening? Do you come on time to davening? Do you have any gishmak in davening? Do you have any tam in davening? How's your akpada? How are your grudges? Right? We learned in the summer what a major sug of grudges there were. Now, now, Rabosai and any women listening, we're not trying to pile on more than a person can do, right? Because it's endless. Uh, there's an endless amount of areas. So, so think to yourselves, what are the areas which could be in your Nikudat Bahira, like that's what I talked about, in your world today, which are legitimate and part of it, right? And and most of us will run into the, the parts of our life which are relevant to us, right? And you have to go at least in terms of those, you know, five, six, seven, eight major areas and start to think. Okay, that's the first, that's the first message. Second message that I want to impart is the Pussy after says. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdo. We didn't mention that part of the puzzle yet. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdo. Run after Tzedek. And the Medrash says to, again, on this, we're taking the simple idea, simple comment on the puzzle and bring it according to our way. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdo is the call to the Dayan, to the Jewish judge, to judge a case again. Don't judge fast, right? Jewish law isn't simple. You know, you, you dealt with a, you dealt with a, a question in, in, uh, the Basar B'cholov, this will be more in a Yerushan and inheritance last time. It looks really similar, but it's a little different. Slow. It's not the same case, not the same people, not the same year, not the same laws. Look at the case again. Lepid Arkana will say the same thing, right? And this will set us up for a Kabbalah. You have to judge again. You have to go into it again. Don't just, don't just, don't just jump at something. Don't say, I you know, fulfilled the VOD requirement of a five-minute Cheshvan and Nefesh once before Rosh Hashanah. I feel better that I can look haughtily at other people in my shul who don't even do that. No. Sedek, Sedek, Tirdov. Again and again. Evaluate yourself again. It's worth it. It's a whole life. It's a whole year. It's been 11 months. It's been 12 months. It's worth evaluation. You're worth it. Klai is worth it. Hashem is worth it. Okay? There's a lot more to talk about, but I just want to bring one more idea. I noted once uh, that the Parsha before this, which is the very last Psukim of Parsha, are the Psukim of Aliyah Larego, right? And we know, especially in Sefer Dvarim, the Torah is Nidrash B'smichut, the connection between one thing to the other, that B follows A, is relevant. So what is the re- relevance? Why does it say Shoftim after this message? Again, why are we talking about Shoftim before, why are we talking about Shoftim after the message of Leila Regal. So this really relates to what we spoke about last week. 
cannot, therefore, I'll just touch it, the idea of Aliyah L'Regal is really Kirvah Savor, closest to Hashem, right? Every Jewish male, and I imagine he's also representing his wife, but that's already a drash, don't say that, but, right, for sure it's it's a time-bound mitzvah, but it's not something that's, you know, in its essence, wouldn't exclude women, I believe, but the idea is that you have to go and bring a korban, right, from wherever you are, three times a year, go up from Demona, come down from Tzfat, right, come in from Nachlaot, etc., come to the base of Mikdash and bring a korban, see Hashem and be seen by Hashem. Liros for Liros. Now, what that means exactly, obviously, I don't know, but I know what the mitzvah is all about. Perhaps more than any mitzvah, it's a mitzvah about Kirva Sabari. It's about being close to Hashem, it's being focused on Hashem, everything we spoke about last week. So now, what's the message here, Rabosai? That's the Hakdama. That is the step before Shoftim, right? Something, remember, the name of our Vod is Midos and Avodos Hashem. But why do we call this Vada Midas and Avodos Hashem Vada? Because even in the world of Tikkun Midas, you can forget about Hashem. I want to be a good person. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to have grudges. My life is not good with grudges. My life is uncomfortable with grudges. People don't like me because I'm angry. That's good. Fix it. But that's not the real motor that a Jew has. The real motor that we have has to be Kirvis Abori. My bad Midas stop me from connecting to Hashem. My anger stops me from connecting to Hashem. My grudges definitely stop me. Oh, we felt that in the summer. I'm connecting to Hashem. So therefore, the Pasuk is trying to tell you, why do you do Shoftim? Why be a Shofit on yourself? Because you're not successful otherwise? You know why you have to be a Shofit? Because Aliyah Larego. In order that you can be all Larego, in order that you can connect to Hashem the best way possible, it's a prerequisite that you have to judge yourself and evaluate it, the examine life, okay? So now you see why, right? I often just give that as a standalone, and the idea of the Kirvis Abare is just something we say at the end. And then I realized this year that that's really what we have to, that's the whole Tashtid of the whole thing. That's the base of the whole thing. So that need, deserves a week of work, right? Baruch Hashem, people are engaged in that work, and I hope anybody who didn't send me about it is engaged in that work, right? So we have our Kabbalah, and let's put it together. We have our Kabbalah that we're going through, right? Tafasim Rubolo, Tafasim, not trying to do too much. Something in avoidance of, of uh, negative behaviors, distracting behaviors, it's something that brings us close to Hashem. Right? Someone spoke about spending extra time on on uh, Hashem Ori. Excellent, you know, excellent, excellent. Someone else I know is focusing on Asher Yatzer, saying it really slow once in the morning, once a day, and really with a God consciousness of all that's inherent in that bracha. Good. That we're going to keep going over the whole L, like we said. Next step. A weekly Cheshman Nevesh. There are three weeks till Rosh Hashanah. Okay. I want myself and all of us to do a Cheshman Nevesh for 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. For 15 to 20 minutes each week, evaluate our year. And evaluate. Right. And what should the evaluation be about, friends? Two things. Think about two strong areas over the year, again, not just your general Midos, think in terms of this year, okay, that's, we're talking about what has Tufshin Pei Bays looked like for me, right? What has that looked like? Where have you been strong in this, again, do the Cheshmer B'chol Sharecha, okay, I'm just trying to bring it a little bit more because it's it's hard to, you know, so much to do, I'm trying to bring it a little bit closer. It's been, you're welcome to spend more than 15, 20 minutes on it, but at least 15, 20 minutes, it's worth it. I mean, now that I'm being myself, I'm really busy these days. 
that are really busy, behind in projects, saying we also, but Blina, I'm also want to do it. So I'm not just, I'm not lecturing here. I'm, I'm in it together with everybody. Um, and I need it. I know I need it. So 15 to 20 minutes to spend on Kashmir and specifically find two strong areas this year. Think about them. What can I do to be mechazic these areas, make them stronger and carry them into, you know, I really was good at Lush and Hara this year, you know? Okay. You really, yeah. Something, why? What happened? What was that? How are you, you going to take that tikkun that you've done in yourself into the next year? That's powerful. My learning has been in a, in much better than it ever was. Okay, good. Now examine it. Why? You don't want to stop that. You don't want to lose that. Just if you don't know why it's like that, you might wake up in three months and your learning is not going to be good. So what do I do to be mechazid then? It's a, a very often, I want to point out, I should have said, right? Very often we do, when, when things are down, a person stops and thinks, oh, you know, what's going on? You have to stop when things are going well also. You don't want to, you don't want to stop when everything's mo moving, right? It's, oh, everything's going so well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So why is it going well? What are you doing right? What's, what's causing your marriage going well? What, what's going on so well with the marriage? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't, don't pay attention. Well, three months, you're going to find this in the same place it was two years ago because you stopped bringing your, you know, you're not bringing your flowers anymore on Friday. You're not giving you the five compliments she needs. You're not, you're not making your husband uh, to feel good. You're not getting chizik about all the parnas he's bringing to you. Whatever it is, right? If you if you think, then you know. So we need a cheshman about those things. The so two strong areas and two weak areas to focus. Again, as much as possible, but two strong areas to and analyze them, think about them, and then try to carry them into the how can I how can we these to carry into the next year? And then two weak areas, right? How can I how can I fix these things? Now it doesn't have to be a big fix, but how can I improve these things? My Lushan Hara has been Ayavanara this year. Let's say I'm not telling you personally, right? Maybe I don't know. But I have to think about it. my tefila, it's just not what it used to be, you know. My my Taivas Achila, it's out of control. Okay, so what can we do over these over these times to get more in control? Okay, so I think that's a really good. I think Baruch Hashem, this is why I was excited. A week ago in Moscow, another Vod actually, 5.30, and Yeshiva now, we started Vod on 5.30 on Sundays, but, um, so I must stop, uh, about tefillah, and all Yeshiva with, with a bunch of rebellion, Baruch Hashem, um, that's just me, Baruch Hashem. So, but, so, but I'm really, that was why I was excited, because I saw how these things fit beautifully together. The first week, just pure focus on the Aliyah Laregel, so to speak, on the on the idea the focus now now it's time to take it to the next step the next step is really Kashman and Efesh okay and Bezad Hashem will have another good uh next step for next week but again everything we're doing this is the bodas is we're carrying through right the Kirvis Aborea bodas we're carrying them through the Kashman and Efesh we're carrying them through okay we're going to come to Rosh Hashanah with so many Shuyot Hashem will have no choice but to give us a sweet new year together with the whole Jewish people. Everybody should have a great week. I wish everybody much. That's Lafa. Oh.